1: Welcome here to another edition of Husker Online Headlines. Sean Callahan, Steve Sippel. Usually I say, happy Friday. It's Thursday. We're coming to you a little early uh, in front of the red-white spring game. Wanted to give the show a little bit more shelf life. Sip. it's going to be a big recruiting weekend for Nebraska. And each week we go through what we think are five major headlines. We're going to talk recruiting later in headlines, but... Let's get right to the front of the line. Nebraska gets a commitment for the class of 2026 from Millard or 2025 from Miller North safety, Caden Vermas. He's the first 2025 commit for Nebraska. The first commitment from Miller North since 2008, Sean Fisher. Uh, that's going back a few years. Well, let's welcome in Caden Vermas joining us here on Husker Online Headlines. Caden, uh, first of all, congratulations on your decision.
2: Uh, thank you so much. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, thankful to be here, and uh, uh, I'm excited to get this uh, show
0: going. Caden, it must be incredibly exciting. Now, how, how did it all go down? How did you let the, the staff know? Well, I mean, how did you activate this?
2: Uh, so, last Saturday, I came up here, and I talked to Omar and Coach Rule, like, briefly, and they said uh, they wanted to like, get me back up on campus for the spring game, and I, I was telling my dad, I went home this week and I called Omar's. uh, I called him Monday morning. I said, uh, is it possible I could meet with coach rule and you and coach Y and coach Cooper on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I kind of just told him, i uh, I just like, I want to have I, like my family have some questions for you guys and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah. So I was telling my parents all week, I'm like, this is kind of like, Nebraska's just kind of been my dream school. Like ever since I've been young, uh, this is just kind of been the spot. I've always just been a huge Hustler fan. I mean, had season tickets for years and uh, last week was one of my first times on the field uh, actually at a practice with like, they were just full contact. It was like pretty intimidating to me. So uh, yeah, that was definitely a big experience and a uh, great thing to be around. You bet.
1: And how fast has this year come? I mean, cause you, you were up on varsity as a sophomore, you guys had a great freshman class the year before and uh, kind of are this, you know, the, the foundation of, this team at miller north right now you got that offer from mickey joseph and the previous staff um, and then carried over with matt rule and here you are committed to nebraska i mean when you think about just the last few months how fast has this come
2: uh it's came pretty fast but at the same time i i've kind of just relied on the people around me to help get me to where i need to be uh i've talked to my brother a lot because he's he's playing college baseball now at arkansas state and he's kind of helped me through this decision uh i called brandon riley former receiver the other day uh, I was talking. I was talking to him about maybe, maybe like a college decision this week because uh, his wife works with my mom at a real estate company in Omaha, and uh, yeah, they kind of just they've kind of just been helping me get through this, and plus my parents too, kind of been the biggest supporters through all this, and just my friends and uh, the rest of my family around me has helped me get through this. So you
0: attended Nebraska's Junior Day in December. Yeah, the what,
2: the first one.
0: What which, uh, what kind of impression did that make on you, and how much has that affected your overall decision?
2: Um, I I'd say. I feel more loved with these guys than the last staff. I mean, they no, no, no disrespect on the last staff, mm-hmm. but I just kind of like this one a little bit better, but last staff did a great job. I mean, they started my recruiting and stuff like that. And it carried into this staff. Cause uh, I think just all these, all these, all these new coaches, like they, they seem like they want to be around you. And like, I've told my dad this too. I want to just go somewhere where I feel wanted. Like sure. I told him just, let's just forget the football aspect for a second. I want to, be able to go sit down at a restaurant with all these coaches and, like, talk just about life with these guys, and I think I can do that, so.
1: When they talk about where you fit, um, what do they like about your skill set and where do they envision you playing for their defense?
2: Uh, They are kind of thinking me at the nickel. uh, I think Coach White said something about a rover, or when he's mentioned that in one of his uh, press conferences I saw, but, yeah, he was telling me about, like, that's where he kind of sees me at, and also Coach Ed Foley was thinking – I could possibly return return punts if it was needed, so that's kind of what I've heard. Did you uh, did you
0: strongly consider any other schools?
2: Uh, I was I was pretty pretty good with Iowa and Iowa State, but I I just something about Iowa. I never I I never met Kirk Ferentz, and that was kind of one of the things in this decision. I was telling my mom, I'm like. I mean, Coach Rule, just like the first time I ever saw him, he just sat down with me and talked to me for 20 minutes like I was his neighbor. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel like these guys, no matter what, if I come here, I'm going to be supported mentally and physically and all that type of sort of stuff. So that's kind of where I
1: thought he, about it. How much did he know about you? I mean, because he strikes me as a guy that when you were talking to him, that you were just like another guy. Like, he probably had you pretty well researched, I'd assume. And, and- Yeah,
2: he he told me that he kind of – he looked over all the kids' film that were coming to that day. I think it was me, Christian Jones, uh, Danny Kalen was there, Isaiah McMorris was there, Tris Navano, uh, Jalen Lloyd was there, and a lot of other NSA guys. Tyson Terry was there, but he was—he kind of told us that he's kind of just looked over all of our film, and even he told me today, like before all these recruits come in, he kind of like watches our film before they come in to like remind himself of what type of athlete they are and. Kind of just where they're at and where he can see them going and like the spots they fit best at so that's where he that's what kind of what he told me what his research has been
0: we're talking to uh caden vermoss who just verbally committed to nebraska for the class of 2025 thursday now you're doing mma this spring is that yeah um what now what's the thinking behind that and what kind of carryover do you get to football
2: um so it all kind of started in seventh grade where i okay. did a boxing class with my baseball team and we kind of we all loved it because the box trainer Danny Molina, shout out uh skywalker 101 in omaha but <laughs> they uh so we did that with our old baseball team and then it got shut down due to covid mm-hmm. and then i kind of then the whole youtube boxing thing got kind of crazy and then i thought like gosh i kind of just want to see how this goes and i had both my grandpas were uh two golden glove boxers so I, right yeah so i kind of just uh, thought I just want to see where it goes, and then I thought like boxing would help with footwork and hand speed, and mm-hmm. uh, jiu jitsu would help with like tackling and grappling, and all that sort so of stuff. He just idea.
1: became his favorite recruit, yeah. S- Steve's former boxer, <laughs> former Golden Glove boxer <laughs> yeah. himself. So I could just he- see his, yeah, yeah, that was beautiful wheel spinning yeah. right there as yeah. you're going so, into boxing details. Have yeah. you had any fights?
2: Uh, no, but I somebody's people have asked me if I think I should fight this summer, and I've considered it, but I think if I were to fight I'd need more training, so it could possibly be in the summer after the next like this summer or it could be in next winter. The training thing's a great idea. Yeah. I mean it's a
0: it won't be you won't find much any anything any tougher than
2: Yeah. Uh, it's you know, a lot it's a lot of it's like a very mental sport where you gotta be super it's also the condition's insane, which I found out, which is pretty hard because yeah. I remember some of my condition in eighth grade that I did with my football team was pretty hectic, but it, this one it's just so much body weight yeah and, just, and and i uh last time i went to boxing in seventh grade all i remember is like my legs got super tired but with the amount of combos they're being thrown my arms get super tired now and my legs so it's it's crazy you. yeah now as it, we
1: wrap it up here with Kaden and Vermas, latest 2025 nebraska recruit um you talked to coach petito what, what did he think is it it's been a while since uh the mustang programs had a husker uh they had a lot of them for a while there coming out of there a lot yeah. of division one players and and you're the first real high-profile D1 guy they've had there in, in a number of years.
2: Yeah, uh, he, he just told me – I told him, I said – I went to him on Monday and I said, Coach, what would you say if I told you I wanted to commit to, commit to Nebraska? He said, well, first I'd tell you congratulations. But uh, he said, you know, you got to be, like, careful with some of this stuff because there's kids who do get their offers pulled and all that sort of stuff. And I told him, I said uh, – I, I said to him, I said uh, – just like let's say five years down, I told my mom this too because she was a little iffy on it. But I said, let's just say five years down the line, let's just say this doesn't pan out and I end up not being as good as I or as I want to be. I said, that's on me. I said, I, I said I'll take the blame for it. But I said, I truly believe in my heart, this is where I think I need to be and where I want to be. And just it's kind of been my dream ever since I've been young. So that's kind of just how I've thought about through this whole process. Perfect.
1: Are you 16 yet?
2: Uh, yeah, I turned 16, but when I had my offer. Actually, I was 16, but I wasn't driving yet. So I'd just be like sitting after practice, like waiting for my dad to come pick me up. (laughs) With an offer in your (laughs) hand. so you got two
1: years now. Enjoy your – you're going to have a big target on your back. I'm sure you're going to enjoy – now everyone's going to – you were a little under the radar last year. Now you're going to be Caden Vermas, the Husker recruit. Yes, sir. You ready for that? Yes, sir. It's going to be fun. Well, hey, congratulations uh, to Caden Vermas, latest commit for 2025, joining us here in studio for Husker Online Headlines. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. All right. Headline number two. We now know the spring game format and it's going to be a football game. Steve Sibble. We're going to see tackling live quarterbacks, true quarters. I mean, the only tinker they're going to do is have all the offensive linemen in gray jerseys, which will allow them to kind of be flexible with those linemen. And, you know, some of those second and third team unit guys are going to get a lot of reps on the offensive line. So. You know, in terms of spring games, this will be as interesting as one of one as we've seen in a while. I hate to say this, kind
0: of, but it, sometimes it feels like rules a gift from God. I mean, it's just like everything so far. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's really refreshing. I said it the other day on our show, our um, our other show, our radio show. It, it it feels like he fits the culture better than Frost does. Frost. Frost spring games were awful. I mean, they're just awful. And now here we are with Rule, and he says, Listen,
1: we got to play a game. We got to get better. Well, and we didn't even like get a shoot and go into practice very often either. You know? Right. Rule says, We got to get better. We're going to hit. I mean, we're going to, in
0: Rule, he really has this old school bent to him. I mean, he really does. Like when he says, somewhere along the line, you couldn't, we can't play football anymore. The people decide we can't play football anymore. Well, we're going to play football. It's
1: fun. He goes, it's fun for these kids. Well, you think about it. He's a 1990s Penn State guy. Mm -hmm. When you think about those teams that he Mm -hmm. played for, they were tough. They were were blue collar, Joe Paterno, the way they played football back then. And that's how he coaches. I mean, he's a physical teacher of the game. And just, you know, it's a simple concept. But having your quarterbacks live, Mm -hmm. you learn so much more about your team. Well, they got to learn about the quarterbacks,
0: too, and it helps that they have four scholarship guys available for the spring game. They're going to have six – well, depending on – Jack chance, Wokey. Yeah, if, if I guess five, then, if you add the walk-on, Jack Wokey. But, you know, they have six guys on scholarship. Two of them won't play. But you know, what I'm saying, Sean, is they have a wealth of depth at quarterback, which helps – in that discussion, I mean, if you had two scholarship guys, you might not have them get hit,
1: right? Yeah, and those four scholarship guys, I'm interested in all four of them. I am too. Like, I I want to see Richard Torres throw it around. I want to see Chubba Purdy, what he looks like, and obviously Harburg, and we definitely want to see Sims. So there's a lot there. And the fact that that QB run game is going to be live, you know, because how many times in a game where they just touch the quarterback with one finger and they blow it dead? Like Isaac Gifford said, I don't Ever remember hitting a quarterback at Nebraska in practice until like right now? Because when Adrian Martinez is here, we had to be three yards away from the guy. <laughs> is that something? So yeah, it's kind of it's it. I mean, just your coverage,
0: my coverage, everybody's coverage of the of the scrimmage will be much different now. You're gonna have to lock in, Sean. I mean, there there's been spring games where you really didn't have to lock in very hard, you know. At halftime, it was over. Yeah. Now yeah, there's a lot to watch, which we'll go through as the show progresses. But yeah, the quarterbacks probably starts with the quarterbacks. That's you want to see what Harburg looks like. I want to see what he looks like throwing the ball. I mean, we're I'm convinced from what I've seen on Twitter video, et cetera, he can run it. Can he execute in the passing game? And then what does Sims look like? Because he could be QB1 this year. I mean, very I mean, it's either going to be Jeff Sims or Casey Thompson
1: as your QB one. So what's Sims look like? You know? Like Harburg, you wonder like, was the reason why he didn't do well? Did he not get much of an opportunity, lack of reps, lack of development? And now he's getting reps in development and he's, he's uh, it taking- might be that I it's, or just without, it's
0: a different system. Yeah. Without seeing. Yeah. A different system could be and just a different opportunity. He's getting an opportunity. He's getting reps. Well, then he's getting reps. I mean, I don't think he got meaningful reps last season he was on scouts and you know, was so never- you get meaningful you do get meaningful reps to a point on scout but you're not running your own offense and the coaches aren't evaluating us su- evaluating you as such
1: well and then uh the crowd on saturday too just for matt rule and in that moment just you know you, we're talking about frank souls but there's just so much going on um yeah you know what- rule had a great
0: answer to your question though sean which was this isn't about me i mean rule said this isn't about me is about the players. I don't want this to be about me. It should be about the players, and it should be about Frank. Rule's got a great attitude. I mean, it is to a large degree about the leader of the program, coaching his first spring game, but Rule's response to that is very appealing. Look, I don't want – this is this has to be about the players. And then, of course, Frank's Frank Solich coming back. And they got to get better. Exactly. There's so much he said in his pre- pre-spring game press conference. It was appealing. That might have been the that that might have been the thing that was most appealing to me. You know what he said? We're treating this as a work day. I mean this is a work day. He, he's a gift from God. I mean he's just he fits the culture extremely well. Now we'll we'll see how it all works. You, you can't really say truly say he's a gift from God. Until you we're see, we're still on the honeymoon. Until you see autumn Saturdays, oh, we're full blown honeymoon. But I mean, he's doing good things on the honeymoon.
1: I mean, his honeymoon, he's planned out his honeymoon really well. <laughs> he's going out in <down> the <laughs> lobby and getting bagels for his wife in the morning. Yeah, still. He's, I mean, in the he's, good, he's in the good. He's doing everything in the good spot yeah. of it. He's got it going. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till about week five of the season, and uh, you be, know, we'll might be a little different. Get a better feel. All right, let's go headline number three: the recruiting weekend. And let me tell you, it's getting bigger by the day. Um, And I'm excited. We're going to have a chance, um, Sip, to talk. I called you Sip, by the way. I didn't go with Steve this time. That's fine. To talk um, to a number of these recruits on um, Recruit Spotlight here on the Husker Online channel on Saturday. And we'll drop those on Saturday, Sunday over the weekend. Uh, But Brandon Baker back again. The number one offensive lineman in California. Number one tackle in the country. Um, Aiden Brayland, the number one defensive lineman in California, the number six overall defensive lineman in the country, will be here. Uh, Dylan Williams, um, the, one of the top linebackers in all of California from Long Beach Poly. Carter Nelson's back. Um, Kamar um back here in town. You'll have a, a group of Texas guys here too. Uh, Peyton Morgan and Micah Sanya, commit Gibson Pyle. Uh, we'll, we'll get a chance to talk to Kamir Prescott, uh, from Philadelphia. He'll be here on a recruit spotlight. Um so a number of guys that we're making their way up. Uh we're gonna get a chance to visit with five of these guys though this weekend here on recruit yeah
0: spotlight. I mean there's a lot of one there's a lot of these guys I'm interested in Aiden Brayland plays with Brandon Baker at Modern Day. Um Aiden Brayland, I think you mentioned the number six defensive lineman in the 2024 cycle according to the on three industry rankings now he's, I mean, he just got back from the Miami spring game. There's obviously, Sean, there's a ton of competition for these guys. I mean, let's put it this way. I'm just talking about one here, Aiden Brayland. Mario Cristobal offered Aiden Brayland when he was in the eighth grade. <laughs> um, Cristobal was at Oregon at the time. Um, of course, now he's at um, Miami. But yeah, I mean, Dylan Williams is a big time, big time recruit. Uh, from Long Beach Poly at 25 and a half tackles for loss last season. I mean, he had 25 and a half tackles a for big loss time program. in a season. In the last two seasons, he has 37 tackles for loss in a big-time pro- program, Long Beach Poly. Teams are all over him. I mean, so, you know, they're here. That's Like this that weekend shot.
1: with these guys coming up here, we'll look back at these names in like four years and see them on drafts draft weekend you absolutely will like when we're watching the draft in like four years from now five years whatever it will be you're gonna be like yeah that was pretty cool i'd say three those three guys we just mentioned have a great shot and i think nebraska fans naturally are pessimistic a little bit about it all like all these guys aren't really interested they i mean i can tell you brandon baker is interested in nebraska nate frazier is um you know he's not in this weekend but They've done a really good job, at least, of getting him there to spend time around the program, Um, and the Baker interest is real. His brother, Gary, will be with him, Gary Baker Jr., and the mom and dad, um, Gary Baker Sr., as well as Francine uh, Baker. So he'll have his whole family here again with him, and then he's going to come back for an official visit later in the summer or the regular season.
0: Sean, I just think if it's realistic at all to get these very high-profile athletes you got to take a swing i mean if if it's realistic at all no yeah i mean when you talk about a kid like dylan williams big long shot i mean he's i mean he's already established his top seven nebraska's not in it um so you got to change his mind i mean you got you gotta you got to make a big impression late like they did with baker i mean when when brandon baker came here the first go around it wasn't he probably wasn't all that serious about it he got serious because he saw
1: it and, and
0: something clicked
1: with him. Well, think about Jacob Smith. We talked to him the first time yeah, before Jacob a good the visit even started. Yeah. Like he got in Thursday and we scheduled him for a recruit spotlight um, Thursday night. So you know, we we kind of were ahead of the visit and you could tell and you know, he wasn't really feeling it yet. Mm-hmm. We talked to him now after two full visits, totally different tone. Brought brought his mom with
0: him last time. I mean, see, that's what you're hoping, and I think just the more high-profile student athletes you get on your campus, the better. Even if, even if the kid's a long shot, he'll he'll go back to his school and talk about Nebraska, and maybe just maybe what he says will click with somebody else. So just I I'm all about. Well, I'm I'm very supportive of just getting these guys here. Some yeah, a lot of them are going to be long shots. And the other thing, Sean. I don't think we. I don't think we can drive this point home enough. Everything's getting sped up. You got to get them here in the spring.
1: Yeah, Nebraska. So Nebraska. Chew on this stat for 2024. After the latest additions, there there will be 40 players that have visited campus in March and April with scholarship offers. 40, 40. That's mm-hmm. a. So that that's like 40 official visits. Uh, yeah, they're unofficial, but they're, they're like unofficial. official. So you kind of put it in in those terms. You get 56 official visits a year. Well, they haven't used any yet, and they've already had 40 players come to campus with offers. On on quote-unquote unofficial visits. I mean, to
0: put it in perspective, I told you – I was telling you the other day there's one SEC coach, an assistant coach at a prominent SEC school that had 400-plus unofficial visitors during their four-week spring period. And
1: obviously not all offer because there's no, no – no. but just different recruits. And yeah you know, Nebraska. 400 plus, I mean, we, we try to do our best to keep up with the numbers. And I mean, you think about April 22nd, we have 17 kids at the spring game locked in on our list. There's more that we're not, you know, but then that March 25th weekend, Nebraska brought in well over um, 22 guys that we confirmed. So there's 40 guys just, I mean, it, and if you're not doing this, it's really tough. Mm -hmm. Like how, how are you building your class? And, You know, what are you doing? And Nebraska's taking a swing at these guys. What's interesting is locally, they're not in it as well with some of these, you know, Bellevue West players like Isaiah McMorris, Devon Hall, both wide receivers, both four stars now and on three. Neither one is really... I mean, you don't feel good about Nebraska for either one of those guys. Daniel Kalen's going to Missouri, their quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, Caleb Pye from Omaha Central, you kind of wonder where that sits right now. Mm -hmm. Um, They just got uh, Ashton Murphy's commitment from Elkhorn South. Um, Eric Ingwerson, the Papillion La Vista tight end, uh, nephew of Timmy Green, our good friend. Remember Timmy and uh, Mikey Green? Uh, He's committed to Pitt, but I think he'll be here for the spring game too this weekend, so we'll see if he shows up. Um, So there's a lot there in-state wise. Uh, they got to get Carter Nelson though and and yeah, I like their chances with Carter Nelson.
0: Yeah, it's a battle. I mean this is Sean, you gotta kind of zoom out in a lot of these discussions. I think we're we get a little bit myopic sometimes. Nebraska hasn't won in a long time. I mean they just they have been bowling a long time. right. They haven't won big in a long time a long time. I saw that stat near three two one today where Nebraska's it's what what but, since, since 2003 they've been in the top five one week. In the last 25, 20 years, 20 years, in the last 20 years, Nebraska has been in the top five for one week. Now, Sean, zoom out. Why do you think they're having a little trouble recruiting, getting guys, getting these guys from Bellevue
1: West or wherever it, that, that has an impact. And the fans like still demand that they recruit at the level, that when Frank was the coach right frank's coming so, back it's yeah.
0: uh, no that it's, hasn't there's a there's an impact all that losing has why why do we even have to say that it's a it, it should be self-evident right it well you think about
1: it's been seven years since they've gone to a bowl
0: 2016 since so, 2016 they went to the music city bowl and got
1: well, Caden vermoss vermos was just in this chair he's 16 mm-hmm. he'd have been nine years old the last time nebraska played in the bowl there you go there you go my daughter's 10. Yeah. Like she wouldn't remember that stuff, you right. know, like, so like it has an impact. It does have an impact. Let's move on. You mentioned Frank Solage. that takes us to headline number four. Um, Frank Solich will be making his uh, return to Memorial stadium to Nebraska. Um, he'll be honored. Um, they'll have a special dinner for him Friday night. A number of close friends in the coaching industry and former players will be in town um, for the dinner. Um, I know you've talked to Barry Alvarez. He's coming to town. Lance yeah, Leipold's going to be the town. Yep. Um, Jimmy Burrow. No, f- Jimmy won't be. Well, Jimmy's not coming. No, he's That's not. A- he
0: he has a um, his son, Joe Joe Shiesty. <laughs>
1: Um <laughs> some kid named Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah, has a uh, uh, an event for his foundation at Baton Rouge that is on the same day, and it's it's been planned for a long time. So Jimmy feels bad. I um, I texted with Jimmy today. He feels bad, but on the other hand, he has a prior event. Anyway, yeah, Frank. In keeping with kind of Frank's personality, I will invite only dinner on Friday night, and I think we're talking thirty or fewer people. But there'll be a reception after the dinner, which will involve hundreds of people. So it's a great. It'll be a great time for Frank. And Barry Alvarez. Um, you caught. You'll have more on that, but you caught up with Barry. Yeah, Barry was great. Barry. Now Barry and Frank were teammates at Nebraska in 1965. Barry was a sophomore linebacker, and Frank was a big time player. I mean, Frank was a fullback for Nebraska, all Big Eight. People forget, but that team was 10 and 0 in the regular season. They lost to Bama in the Orange Bowl, and Frank, you know, rushed for 200. He was he he rushed for 200 yards against Air Force late that season. The first Nebraska back to. Run for 200 yards. Frank was a team co captain. They only had two. Frank was one of them. Um, Barry has a really high regard for Frank. They're both Pennsylvania guys. Um, and they both coached in high school at the same time. Uh, Frank Lincoln Northeast and Lincoln Southeast. Yeah. Frank was the head coach at Lincoln Southeast, and Barry was an assistant at Northeast. Um, Barry's respect for Frank is through the roof. I mean, he, in fact, when I talked to Barry the other day, he had, I texted him. And he texted right back, I mean, 10 seconds and said, and said, look, this is interesting that you texted because I was on a walk, a long walk down in Naples, Florida, where he lives. He said, I was on a long walk thinking about Frank and thinking about all he meant to Nebraska. So this is a perfect time to do this interview. Let's do it. Um, So it was great.
1: So, yeah, we'll run that column Friday night. Yeah, it should be um, a great weekend. I mean, the the number of players that are going to be back from all generations. I mean, Frank Solich started coaching at Nebraska in the 70s.
0: Yeah. um, I mean, so,
1: like, you think about all the different players he's coached um, all the way through the 90s and early 2000s. I mean, we asked Keith, man, what former players are coming back, the media, he's like, all of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, Frank
1: was a – I mean –
0: much of my dealings with Frank was when Frank was a running backs coach and he was regarded as maybe the premier running backs coach in the country. And Tom turned him loose as a recruiter on the East coast and sent him into a lot of places that were, the places that are hard to recruit like New Jersey. Well, Frank got her, Frank recruited Irving Fryer. Frank recruited Mike Rogier. That's pretty good, right? Uh, first overall pick and a Heisman trophy winner. Not bad. Amon Green. Yeah. A long line of guys Frank recruited. Those are the two premier ones, but, so Frank was a premier recruiter, premier running backs coach. And then, by, by the way, little known fact: didn't I didn't know this? When Barry became the head coach at Wisconsin in 1990, he tried to hire Frank as his offensive coordinator and thought he had him. And um, he hired Dan McCarney as his defensive coordinator. He thought he had McCarney as defensive coordinator and Frank as offensive coordinator. But Frank flew home, and Tom talked him out. Tom Osmore talked him out of taking the job. So that would have changed things. Barry thought he had him. Um, So
1: very interesting. All right, let's go. Final headline. Uh, What is next for Nebraska Matt Rule after the red-white spring game? A lot of things to keep track on. Uh, Recruiting picks back up again. Yeah. Um, The recruiting evaluation period actually started this week. You get 168 days that your coaches can use on the road um, divided by 10. Um, So you can average essentially 17 days per coach head coaches can't go out um so you'll you'll get a lot of these coaches out from now and all the way through memorial day may 31st okay um they'll be out on the road probably like four days a week you know three four days a week you're usually not out five days a week very often in the spring Uh, but for matt rule he's not gonna be on the road what's he gonna be doing he's gonna be having his kind of player exit meetings you know finishing up this roster and that's not gonna be easy because right now
0: they're at ninety-eight scholarships, and as you've written, you wrote it in your three-two-one. Um, they got to get down to eighty-two or eighty-three. Some of that will be players who take what you call the early the early retirement, the package. Early retirement package, where they get their full scholarship money, stipend everything, and stipend, but they're not on the team anymore. So you you said you think maybe half the guy, half the fifteen or sixteen may may take that. You just wonder. I mean, cause, and then some of the other ones will go in the portal. Right, and
1: one of our really good users on Husker Online, Sugarland Husker, yeah, um, Sugarland, he he's great. um, He's a really good, knowledgeable poster, and he he brought a point up that um, you cannot use this rule evidently on players that transferred to Nebraska. Oh, so like a player that came here from like let's just use Tommy Hill. Okay. Like they can't do the forced attrition on a guy like that, hmm. according to this rule. Not that Tommy Hill is he's
0: no, using no. this example.
1: I'm just trying to use like a yeah, yeah, or Casey yeah. Thompson or no. any, you know, like there, there's some stipulation about how they can. So there's going to be some tough conversations and some tough decisions for all these kids, and that's going to heat up next week. Um, there's only been one portal entry for Nebraska, and it was kind of a surprise because we thought he was going to come back. Alante Brown. Mm-hmm. A Mike, uh, Mikey Pauly. Mikey Pauly is a scholarship baseball catcher. Okay. Um, but he had football offers as a quarterback from KU and K State. Yeah. Turned football offers down at quarterback from those schools to come here and play catcher for Will Bolt to get a shot at quarterback. He'll have
0: big, I bet he has some big time college football interest from people, though. Um, elante Brown
1: certainly will. I mean, but yeah.
0: There's got to be more news to come.
1: Oh, yeah. Monday. I mean, you're going to, we have a great deal right now that runs through Sunday, four months access for $10 on Husker Online right now. You're going to want to get on that before Sunday because there's going to be a lot going on. A lot. And you talk about the transfer portal, the roster movement, coaches on the road recruiting, uh, more recruiting visitors. Um, you know, it, we're, we've been busy these last five weeks with recruiting and spring practice. There's going to be another, it's going to go all the way until like late June. Mm-hmm. Then it will go dead again in July. Mm-hmm. So it's buckle up. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, we
0: want there to be news. Oh yeah. I mean, sometimes you think, oh God, the spring game's over. Now there's not going to be nothing. No, it doesn't work that way. There'll be plenty. There'll be plenty.
2: Yeah. But I'll
1: take some time off in July, Sean, probably get out. <laughs> take the motorcycle out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll. Uh, we, we usually try to give ourselves some time in July, obviously, but yeah, it should be great. Make sure at on com we'll have full coverage this weekend. Nebraska baseball is at Iowa. Big, um, big series for Will Bolt, um, but spring game coverage. And good news we will have a post game live show around six o'clock, is what we're shooting for, Steve, um, for the, okay. uh, the post game show. Okay, Sean. So that's your uh, deadline. That's my deadlines. Yeah. So plan on 610. <laughs> then, then we then we're rolling right into recruit spotlights so it's yep. um you know if you if you want to window watch us from the hay market you can you can watch us up here late working on saturday night yeah it wouldn't
0: be all that riveting to see us in here but uh,
1: <laughs> there'll be a lot going on
0: um in terms of interviews but it won't be that exciting to watch
1: well, that wraps it up here. Uh, make sure you're on HuskerOnline.com. Um, if you're not a subscriber to us here on YouTube, make sure you like and follow us here. You can also catch this show on the Husker Online podcast channel. For Steve Sipple. I'm Sean Callahan.